Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of having another season. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. My glasses are broken. This will begin season two of Nerd School. Welcome back to season two, Nerd High. Glad to have you back. It's going to be crazy stunts. We're going to have so many stunts. Joe's going to bring more penis jokes. No, no penis stuff. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. Star Spangle Band with a plan. Maybe I'll try to do a cartwheel. TBJ. Congratulations. You did dirt. I got to All my exes can tune in. We can have oh, episodes where I compare them to all the Marvel villains. We can do that. Art star. <laughs> I don't love Wiener. I'm just trying to make money. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Artemis Prime. No. Yeah, my real name is Joe. Did I ever tell you about the time I hung out with uh, DMC at Mertz? The Nerd School Podcast. All right, jumping to the council scene with Robert Redford as Alexander Pierce. Uh, I don't know. We already kind of talked about that a little bit. I was gonna. My big question was, oh, I know this must be an important character because played by Robert freaking Redford. Yeah, but uh, Alexander Pierce is definitely not that important character in the comic books. He's right. he's just kind of a guy who works with Nick Fury for like one. Like, there's barely anything about him, but he doesn't look like Robert Redford at all. He looks like. It looks more like the Winter Soldier. I feel like there must be a guy. I know. I feel like TBJ's talked about this before. People in charge of continuity or whatever. A guy or a girl that's in charge of just scouring old comics to find characters who maybe appeared one time in one panel that has a name, and you give it to the Kevin Feige or whatever. Okay, you need somebody, and then they're like writing the script, and they're being like, "Oh, I need a Shield guy. Just some Listen. name that was in the Alexander Pierce." Okay. That's his character's well, I'll name. If Marvel ever lets me in behind the scenes, I'll get answers for you. I've been asking. I've been asking. Uh, Marvel's. We need to get you an internship, and then you work your way in. There you Th- go, an internship. That'll work because nobody, yeah. nobody who's ever met TBJ didn't instantly love TBJ. So she'll be an intern. Well, there are some people, him. Joe. I know it's hard to believe. Well, those people are dead. Those people <laughs> who instantly killed. met me and decided, no, thank you. We don't <laughs> talk about them, but we they exist. They exist. But well, uh, there's, a guy, there's a Marvel Comics editor named Tom Brevoort who is basically an encyclopedic knowledge. So I'm sure they have access really? to him. They, what's his name? Tom Brevoort. Tom Brevoort, get on the horn. Tom Brevoort, y'all. Do you think we get him on the Nerd School podcast? Uh, it'd take a while. You ever talked to his Tom money Brevoort? might be too big for us. Tom Brevoort? Uh, I, I don't think I've ever. Do you know that these guys that we don't know probably get paid plenty of money to just house knowledge and keep dollar dollar bills, y'all? Is yeah. Tom Brevoort gonna put out a hip hop album anytime soon? No, there's certain he, writers he that are there's a writer named Kurt Busiek who is really good. He did a lot of Avengers writing and just he knew the minutiae all the time. Uh, yeah, you really know all do you know how do you know all this there's shit? a writer named dan slot who did spider-man stuff they, dan slot dan slot I, I did actually get to meet him and interview him on our, really did uh, you high five with him before he hung out with us for like two hours and did a podcast really talking about spider-man he was doing a great he did nice dan slot did, did run on amazing spider-man shout out to dan slot yeah he's awesome so do you guys is except that a press rob Liefeld. <laughs> except rob life whisper away from rob life so art star are you impressed knowing andy's met dan slot does that impress you um he's currently writing (laughs) wow art that was i don't i don't necessarily get starstruck anyway so it's not like a heck of a uh, pause there art dude i was behind cam newton and walgreens one time and i was like what's the big fucking deal Oh, boom! So you're, you're saying, saying you're just a natural born hater. Are you saying That's you're a better quarterback? Man, natural born hater. I look at it like this: you don't we have to bleed. fangirl them, but you can. We all bleed the same blood. That's the way I look at things. We all bleed the so same. So Art blood. Star is saying he's a better quarterback than Cam Newton. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> you can meet people and acknowledge their talents, 
You don't have to. I'm not, I acknowledge your talents to me. Like, oh, you're a very good person. You're a very good person. Just because I, just because I meet you, like you could be the greatest person in the world. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say, hey, how you doing? Keep it moving. I'm going to be like, oh shit, I just met the greatest person in the world. Who gives a fuck? Y'all, I just want the I just want listeners to understand the hateration in this dance. Can I say something? He's a Sith Lord. As as people who are in the theater world, you guys have no. We've seen and met a lot of quote unquote people. Did you run behind him like? Oh, but I'm saying you don't have to run behind them. But I don't ever go. What's the big deal? I go. Oh, they're so and so. Oh my god, they are really talented. That thing. And I go about my business, but I go in my inner monologue, like, yeah, I got to see Dave Chappelle smoke a bunch of weed. I'll acknowledge, (laughs) but it's like, like Joe's question was, does it basically doesn't excite me that Andy met Dan Slack? Do do you get a nerd boner is the question? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Just because you are great doesn't mean I have to. And you know, absorb your aura. Dribbling. So you can't come to my house when the Hemsworth brothers are hanging out. I will not invite Art over when I'm with the Hemsworth brothers. Okay. Um, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, no hey, what's is. up? What's up, Chris? What's no, up? No, I don't man? even want you to How's hey, what's going? up, them? Because How's it going? I don't know. Nope. What did drink set? What did drink set? No. Nope. Where did drink set? I got a one drink minimum. That's all I can get. One drink maximum. We know you can not even one whole drink. You got a half a drink. All right, I'm pouring a new drink. Speaking of drinks, uh, can we talk about the Nick Fury's Google Glass windshield? His uh, smart, smart car. That's one thing I I really like. This movie. What's well, a shield vehicle? All shield vehicles can. All shield land vehicles can fly. Except this one couldn't because it was damaged. It was damaged. What's not damaged. What's yeah, not damaged? The air conditioning. <laughs> That air conditioning. That's Sam Jackson being 100% Sam Jackson in that scene, and I loved it. Air conditioning, fully operational. Yeah, this this scene, the Nick Fury's uh, assassination attempt scene, kind of speaks to why this movie still, like, this movie is considered one of the best of the entire MCU. Can you hand me that paper towel real quick? Sure. Sorry, I spilled and beer. Yeah, but that what it is. This is considered one of the best of the entire. Yeah, like it was good. Like, ranks this is like top three in really? MCU total, because it's it's kind of it's the most grounded, and yeah. it feels. No, oh, talking to the microphone. Oh. This looks straight ahead. Well, this thing keeps drooping. Oh, okay. Uh, Take your shirt off. All right. <laughs> no, uh, the we're not that kind of show. I was talking to Art. Or we can get an OnlyFans. <laughs> getting paid for it. Well, I'm okay, if Andy wants to show his body, but we profit off of this. Well, Art we don't give it away it. for free. All anyway, right, so this movie this, is the it, best. It, what? It, it's a lot. It's considered the best because, like, it, you know, it's the Russo's first thing. It kind of showed them what they could do. So it's they also, do they direct more Marvel? Oh yeah, movies later. Okay, uh, they uh, address two of the biggest or direct two of the biggest ones, and they direct civil or three of the biggest ones: Civil War, oh, okay. Infinity War, and Endgame. Uh, huh. And so, are they known for any other movies outside of Marvel besides Community? Like you said. Uh, Sorry to throw that at you. They did just did a recent one. I don't. I'll look it up while you talk. Tell us more about why this. Just like this movie works, like I don't know what it is. Like I still watched it today and and middle last night. That it's still tense. It's still like exciting. Like no one has lightning that can blow all the problems away. No one has repulsors to zap anybody. No one can fly. Well, Falcon can fly, but we don't know that until. But with technology, (laughs) I know. Yeah, but like this is like mostly human people that are. If you stab them, they will die. If you shoot them, they will hurt. I guess maybe they won't yeah. die. But they get stabbed and shot and beat up and broken. And beat it's up all and like, it's like human level activity. Like the and the score. I think I don't I was gonna look up the composer. The score is like all the fight scenes like are tense. Like the music that comes with it really like it doesn't make it like dun, 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 dun. It's yeah. all like like these really like in dark night. Uh, yeah. Whenever Joker is about to show up, they have this, this like this buzzing noise, like, like oh shit, something's gonna happen. There's a lot of that in here. I was noticing this time, just like the fights are are tough, brutal, and hard. Like no one wins easily. Yeah. Uh, oh even, man. Even against Batroc, that's a fight. 
and another just all right i'm jumping around a little bit but when this movie starts captain america jumps uh onto the boat right away and just just kicks the shit out of everybody murdering people just destroying yeah he's uh just destroying knocking them off the boat to drown but like it all but it all does establish what a bad like they needed to really establish cap as a badass I right know. i mean but i know it just second i know like but like some old school comic nerds are gonna like bristle a bit just because for the longest time he's not Marvel, supposed to murder heroes don't heroes kill. don't murder that's what yeah. like makes the punisher different but it's uh like so many times storyline are built on you know comic heroes finding ways not to kill that's why like man of steel hurt so much when superman kills uh zod at the end yeah it's uh, like fuck that's not super like guys like superman but this is like captain america you kind of feel like he shouldn't yeah. but also it emphasizes he's a soldier he has, that, yeah, yeah he soldiers kill literally a whole ass soldier in a war and this is the yeah. same kind of shit international like hostage situation he's not gonna hold back he's gonna shield knock dudes into the water to drown he's gonna yeah break people's necks he's gonna do what he's got to do to get the mission done which uh you know it even dirties him up a little bit like there's a bit where nick fury says i read your ssr files you guys did some some nasty shit and he's like yeah we didn't sleep so well but we did it for freedom this is fear that whole bit uh so he's captain america is idealist but he's not clean entirely no. real quick real quick the russos did donkey punch car fuckers the development they did some arrested development there you mean dupree something called donkey donkey punch or something oh. called car fuckers what the hell happy endings and happy endings whatever that is that was a great sick oh was show, it that? Yeah. Mother Lover. Yeah. animal practice uh, anyway yeah, yeah so uh no I, um yeah. but it's just like sorry, everything TV is real everything is, is tense every like it feels yeah. very grounded as much as a super movie here movie can yeah and uh it's dealing in the, like the real muck of human you know issues like yeah uh, i was just gonna piggyback off andy yeah. i think one of the reasons this works one it was well acted by everybody Let's yeah well acted two this is one of those movies that everyone can relate to this is why i think it's one of the best because this is a problem that can happen in your world. It doesn't have to do with an alien invading you. Um, it is human people doing some shitty shit and some other humans cutting it out, right? Man. It resonated yeah. with the audience as a whole because, yes, all the other superheroes are cool. You don't have a soft spot of, for heroes who are just human. Um, and I movie did that. And again, just some badass acting. Well, just the Scarlett Johansson, Captain uh, Chris Evans, that whole bit where they're like together, the hubba bubba thing in the in the vending machine, her just the way yeah. they did that with all the, the things gone, the chip things gone, and yeah, they she's, did good. she's chewing the bubble gum, and then their their mall flirty thing, and her kissing him, and that whole bit was. It was just cool, and then the guy I have been Aaron, the bearded guy who you guys look exactly the same. You guys are twins, you know. Like that whole bit, uh, and that guy I just saw on another show. Amy was watching a comedy show. He was been on Aaron. Um, if yeah, if you need anything, I've been Aaron. Like that whole bit, all of that does establishes these guys as characters, and they're good actors that do this. They do this tongue-in-cheek, silly, fun stuff so well. Um, and, but it, it, that good in banter, this movie, yeah. Good banter. But in this movie, it didn't overpower things. Some other movies, exactly. It, it sort of takes away from the momentum of the tension of the plot. But this one was there, but it felt more like tension, like a uh, relief for the characters, as opposed to I need my funny lines. Okay. Something. Yeah, it yeah. gave them it gave them moments to step out of reality. Right, this crazy yeah. bad things happening. Just like when she's still joking about him dating on that bridge, and he was like, "Can we yeah. focus on this?" And she's like, "I'm multitasking." Yeah, my multitasking. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, it's a moment where yes, uh, people are shooting at us, but a little levity um, because when you're in the dirt, you might need a little need a little bits of sun to like you know not be depressed about being yeah. shot. But and, and yeah, the, and the, another reason this Nick Fury scene works, where like they corner him and they're just they're prepared to deal with his smart car they they target yeah. him they do yeah. all the shit they have all the shit ready to go and nick fury it's beat it, he's fucked up immediately 
because he did, he's he just kind of noticed there's something might be wrong. Yeah, he doesn't realize everyone's on him, Everybody's waiting for to him to him. notice yeah. so they know when they have to kill him. And then and it, another thing is like Nick Fury doesn't have his own movie franchise. Yeah, they could kill him. He could have died in this. Yeah, and which is yep. why like, when they do have him die in this, you half believe. You know what? He might be dead in this. Yeah, he I really thought be he the was. Punch for this. Yeah, yeah. If you were coming into this for the first time, you would you would believe it was there. Yeah, because he doesn't. Uh, he's one of the guys that could be sacrificed and killed, even though he's Sam Jackson and he's awesome. You could do that if you wanted to have a major punch. And well, I feel like that whole scene established that he's pretty fucking badass too. He yeah. took a lot of damage, mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, he's got to be a superhero. I know we find out later. But he's just a man with the car and the iPad, Jeff. No, he's a badass. He doesn't shoot bows and arrows, so he's a badass. <laughs> but, but he's also a spy that, like, and I like the like Nick Fury is very humanized in this. In that, like, even from the beginning, Captain America is sick of being Nick Fury's janitor. So, which it's like him saying, "I'm sick of cleaning up messes that Nick Fury makes." Yeah, and uh, it's or Nick Fury's operations are going wrong. He, I have to clean them up. I'm getting sick of that. Which is part of why Captain America is getting sick of working for Shield because he doesn't, you know, he feels like they've lost shit. their way. They're doing shit wrong, he and he has to clean it up. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, that's this scene is really awesome, really well planned out. I thought. Okay, so we've kind of like bounced around a lot of this stuff. A lot of the, my next notes we've already kind of covered with the escalator kiss and the Apple Store. I've been Aaron guy and the Hubba Pubba Scar Scarjo but, thing. But, Hubba, right, the, I remember in Falcon no. Winter Soldier, you didn't like Bucky much. Yeah, you were mad at Bucky, but this well, yeah, he went Bucky, in as a Bucky hater says. of Bucky from yeah. Jump. So this introduces the Winter Soldier as like the silent he's, badass. He's a little more badass. That's dangerous. You're just yeah. gonna you're gonna hate him because you're holding on to your hate. You're pulling an art style. <laughs> wow. Too much hateration. Pulling an art style. Yeah, wow. I made you a verb. I yeah. gotta wow. say, I, well, I yeah, I I I I hated Bucky from when I read comics when I was a kid, and he seemed like this dipshit. Like Robin, the reason I hate Robin is why I hated Bucky. So you're right. Winter Soldier is badass, and this metal guy. But again. I'll go back to the same thing with Anthony Mackie. Why, when I watched the beginning of this movie, I was like, yes, I love him. I've grown to like Bucky because of the Falcon Winter Soldier show, because that's so well done. And you have built these characters and their buds. And, you know, and I see, I've seen his struggle and that the whole scene with that old man at the bar and, you know, that that has made me care about him. And so, right. I, you, you've won me over. Uh, I've, I don't know, like TBJ is one of them, but I do. Yeah, I like him more in this. And I'm like, yeah, he is badass. Oh, and, and I just want him like, that's your friend. That's your friend. See him, you know, whatever. You're yeah. going to be best buds with Falcon soon, you know, like. But that's some of that, again, good acting, right? Like he's it's good acting. He's a good actor. Silently stalking and ready to kill you. And yeah. then, then I have to emote on the wait, something's up. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, and in this you see, you know, their first meeting with Falcon Winter Soldier is trying to kill him, like rips up his, you know, his backpack and throws yeah. him off and tries to kill him. So yeah. you kind of see why they don't like each other. And at one point, Sam's like, I think you might have to kill this guy. I don't think he's right. the kind of guy you save. He's the kind yeah. of guy you stop. You kill him, yeah. And so, like, right from the get-go, <laughs> I mean, A, no one probably would have seen that we're going to have a, a buddy series starring with those two those yeah two guys. right but, but falcon was series. falcon was so badass in this too his flying like they really established that he's he's awesome when he flew through that plane and, oh, and God. stopped those missiles like yeah. that was really like cool the first time he sh- i remember being in the theater the first time watching this movie and just seeing how awesome they made falcon scene yeah it was so cool it's like the- you want more falcon yeah. immediately and then he tears his wings up you're like no fuck there's gotta be more of those <laughs> shit he just yeah. started doing it but luckily and we again yeah. and my favorite one line when he's like telling them he's ready to partner with them and he shows the pictures and cap's like i thought you were a pilot he said i never i never said it was a pilot yeah, that's also one of my other favorite lines. Oh, and I like my favorite well, line. My favorite line. My favorite line is when he screams. He's like, "41st floor." I said, "The 41st floor." He had some good ones after Captain's yeah. speech. He it's goes, "Not like the you... numbers are on the outside of the building." Yeah, even after Cap's speech, he's like, "Did you write that down?" Because like they gave yeah. 
Mackie some good lines. I think my favorite Anthony Mackie line was, I'm like, don't look at me. I'm like him, only slower. <laughs> that was great. I, See, I, the I fact that we all had one Anthony Mackie line to quote in this movie means they did the damn thing. With well, and I felt like that was a preview because he's going to be Captain America. I'm like him, only slower. Like, he's going to be Cap. Uh I kind of like like uh, Rumlow's trying to give him a big tough guy speech, and he's just shut the hell shut up. the hell up, man. <laughs> I love that. He's just shut up. All right, so we're gonna fast forward through a little bit. We're gonna a little bit more to cover Arnim Zola and the computer base thing. They get to that old base. Yeah, this was this is what initially blew my mind because I'm a fan of the weirdos, the weird characters, and there ain't a weirder character in Marvel Comics than fucking Arnim Zola, a, exactly a weird Nazi scientist who at one point uh, actually cloned or basically took the mind of Adolf Hitler, put him in a clone body that called itself the hate monger. Oh, and he was basically wore a purple clan hood and was a villain that people had to fight. That, that was, was in comics. That was in comics. And the Jack Kirby, a very prominent Nazi hater who guy who actually fought Nazis in World War II wrote that story. Wait, Jack Kirby actually fought Nazis? Yeah, Jack oh. Kirby. Uh, he probably said that. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure he was actually Jewish as well. I might oh, be, okay. be incorrect. But uh, there was, and Ooh, you know, this was still like only 20 years removed from World War II when he was doing this shit. God, I've Although learned I think this so much on this episode. 1977. Yeah, Arnim Zola first appeared 1977 in, an, in Captain America and the Falcon, number 208. Jack Kirby wrote and uh, drew that. Oh. But Arnim Zola was a uh, Red Skulls uh, or a scientist in the Nazi Hydra regime that eventually transferred his body into a weird ass robot that had like his face was on a monitor uh-huh. and then his head was a little camera and uh, he walked around in a robot body doing evil, sh- dumb, weird, mad scientist shit. And it was, it's like the silliest looking thing. So when he was introduced in the first Avenger, I was like, all right, that's Arnim Zola. That's a head nod to Arnim Zola. They're not going to do the full Zola, but this is fine. This is they a- went the full Zola, Andy. <laughs> About 75% Zola. Way more Zola than I thought they were ever going to do. Yeah. Is that in that scene, his face is on a monitor. He's yeah. got a little camera above his head. Yeah. He doesn't have arms and legs. That's yeah. why it's not the full Zola. Uh-huh. But it's, it's, enough tribute to that batshit zola and and it was fucking creepy and good and effective that yeah excuse me he was uh he was like the architect of this whole thing he yeah. created pop quiz joe pop quiz joe pop yeah. quiz <sighs> yes Do yeah. you remember what we've seen this at before well not before since then even though we'll be before yeah so let's, that's what... let's see if he remembers it was that's... recently it's got to be in one of these shows we watched because I feel like there was some. I remember taking a note of, oh, that's it's like his, he's like in the magnifying glass or I don't know, something, something where they, they've done that thing where he's the screen inside the body or whatever. But uh-huh. I, don't remember, I don't remember what it was from. Uh, WandaVision, what maybe? What if? What if? Oh, what if? Right. He was, uh, he was like they were using him to try to fight Ultron when Ultron kind of got overpowered. Oh, they thought Zola could uh, infiltrate Ultron's programming and stop. Oh gosh, session. yeah, I guess that sounds. So nice. they used the out like the the, the USB arrow from Hawkeye. Oh, got to upload them into uh, make create a virus for. Uh... Yeah, I'll have to watch whatever. But it was it was so, and apparently you know uh, this was something that alexander pierce was consulting on a regular basis arnim zola in this fucking dingy ass basement was uh that just made me happy at the time just this fucking batshit jack kirby idea this is as close as it needs to get it doesn't need to have arms and legs and be a robot that walks around but this was like the best way to do pay tribute to what arnim zola actually is in the comics okay then we get the shield attack I have the the asset in my notes. Get the asset. I think it was Winter Soldier was the asset. Yeah. And then Pierce kills Renata. That upset me that he yeah. had to kill Renata. But I guess that's just established that he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, if As if talking to Winter Soldier in the dark wasn't enough. He's like, oh, Renata, I wish you hadn't come back. I wish you'd me. knocked. Yeah, like she came back to get her keys or whatever. 
that that scene made me very sad. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. You know, you could have handled that without killing your housekeeper. Just, yeah, Renata didn't have to die. Renata ain't about to go tell nobody. Listen, like she didn't already know he was an evil fucking guy. She, yeah, you telling me she she's around her house and she had no clue you're dipshit. Well, he's he, a, he's a, he's fucking Robert Redford. He's a yeah. charming fuck. We've seen we've watched him be charming and talk shit to the World Council and say something snappy all the time. He was Nick Fury's best friend. Like Nick Fury would have taken a bullet for him. He can fool motherfuckers. And shout out to Robert Redford. Like he's been married to people. Like he's is he dead? No, I think he died. No, he's oh, he's still alive. alive. No, Robert Redford. He's like eight, 80 something, yeah. but he marries people generally his own age and like. He's Robert Redford. No, are you giving I, him props for not being problematic? As <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he is. I mean, his wife, I think, is twenty years younger than him, but he's eighty and she's sixty-five or whatever. But he, everyone, I just was surprised because everyone, I remember growing up as a kid, everybody was like Robert Redford. Is, like people would, older, my parents would use him as an example of like the most attractive person. Well, I'm not Robert Redford, or he, oh, he's, he wasn't Robert Redford. And he's just married to like a normal looking lady, and like he could probably be married to a twenty five year old supermodel if he wanted to. So good job, yeah. Robert. But that's called I actually love my wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know who gets a lot of shit for their wife, and it's it makes me so mad. It's Hugh Jackman, his oh. wife, a little older than him. Oh, really? Good for him. Not really Hollywoodish. Um, she was an actor in Australia. She was a more famous one when they met, but like. People talk so much shit about her. Like she's been at awards and she says, I will go to the bathroom and people are talking ish about me because she's Aww. not Hollywood type. Because she's not Hollywood beautiful or whatever. Yeah. And she's older than him. And they're like, he can do so much better. Girl, his heart is with his wife. That's better. And they've yeah. been decades. That's good. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Too. Yeah, he's sticking with it. Oh, and then he's got COVID. So hopefully. It's so is Sam Jackson, by the way, Sam Jackson's wife. Yeah, his wife too. We've talked about. They've that. been married yeah. for a very, very long time, and she's on she's on TV and screens too. Okay, we, we see Fal- We go to Falcon's house. I don't. Oh, that's the bit where yeah, uh, Cap and Scarjo have to go to Falcon's <laughs> yeah, house. I'm sorry, everyone we know is trying to kill us. We need a place to live. <laughs> we need to go to your house. Uh, and then we got Sitwell rooftop, Lillian from accounting with lip piercing. Yeah, scene. Whereas where Sitwell's on, a, they're trying to get the are you gonna throw me off the edge of the thing you're not gonna do that yeah but she will i like how in this when they mentioned just to me it was like i don't want to say telegraphing what's the word i want to say he was um foreshadowing foreshadowing right the fact that he he name dropped Stephen strange yeah that's the point. Like, oh, yeah. This time, yeah that's what i was gonna ask you guys did we already know like this is the first time we hear Stephen strange that's right correct right um that that was my actual question i was like Listing threats. Is this the first mention of Stephen Strange? It so is. I'm glad you art stars. He's reading my he read my and, brain. Unless you count Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man Two, in which uh, they're trying to figure out what they're going to nickname Doctor Octopus, and one of them suggests Doctor Strange, and he goes, "That's good, but it's taken." Ah. With J. Jonah Jameson saying that, but that's not well. Well, Doctor Strange <laughs> is also mentioned. When they when they uh, yeah. have all the threats, when the things up in the air and they're like identifying all the threats, I like slowed that down. And then I looked on Google and somebody already like listed all the names they show. And it's Doctor Who Strange. Who did they beat for the Avengers Tower? Tony Stark, I would say. Yeah, Tony Stark. Tony Stark was on there, and a couple of these other people. I Google their name. I was like, is this somebody? Is this somebody? Like I have a whole list of of these guys. Like and I was going to ask you guys all these names, but then I found a website that was like. Yes, here's everybody they mentioned, and they are all people from comics that are you know here and there, whatever. Like, okay, um, give us but, some names, Joe. You said it. Give us some names. Uh, Lean uh, into your narrative. Give us names. What is it? Cut. What was the operation called? Operation. Uh, say, don't make his brain Insight. hurt, man. Don't make his brain hurt. Bruce Banner, Peggy Carter, Nick Fury. Victoria Hand. Oh, she was in Agents of Shield show. Jim Morita. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Roberto Gonzalez. Joel's President Ellis. Maria Hill. All these lieutenants and things. Colonel oh, James, so it's James like Rhodes. Inside Rhodey. From, um, Agents of Shield. I'm trying to tell. Oh, civilians were Michael Linden. That was the one they show. It was like the he's like a coach. Jeremy Irons. Oh, David Jeremy Chalmers. Irons. Uh, Superintendent Chalmers. 
tram low, hum lay. <laughs> Skinner! <laughs> You're gonna assassinate Superintendent Chalmers. Stephen Strange is on the list. Elizabeth yeah. Franz, Stone Jones. I don't know if these are people. All right, this isn't going anywhere. Let's anyway, go. it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Let's go back to. Uh, okay, back to. Oh yeah, Lillian from Accounting. Oh, she's got a lip piercing. I'm not really into that. I'm not really ready for that. I want Lillian from Accounting see, to be see, in the show. Even Steve Rogers is like, I'm open to that. Like he's, he's old timey. He's not ready. He's for like, it. I'm not there yet. Yeah, he's not. He's yeah. not yet. So he's not saying, I don't agree with that. As yeah. Most people transplants from the 1940s probably would. He's Steve Rogers. I'm not ready for that. Okay. And now we're finally to the awesome battle in the streets. We've already talked about a lot of these battles. The battle in the street was so awesome. Yeah. Throwing yeah. car doors and all like in the, the car when they pull the guy out of the car. Oh, and Winter Soldier pulls Sitwell out and just kills him. You know, just throws him. That's like, oh, God. and then they all go That's flying, like, and then the battle, and then would Natasha. You, oh. Would you expect a major, like basically a major speaking role character in this movie to be killed like that? Yeah, just, just yanked out of the back seat and thrown and into tossed, and then we never see him again. Yeah, and no one mentions anything. No one cares about that he's dead because he's a bad guy. I just wrote Natasha is exhausting. Um, just like her when she's running and running and running i was just in my head i was like i would be completely exhausted i'd be passed out i wouldn't i wouldn't survive because she just keeps running and running and then kicking more ass and then she gets shot uh i would like to this is a good time to note like there's a bit in this scene where like she fights him and like he i think he she said something he didn't even remember me or something like that uh, because he, she told the story about how she ran into him before and got shot through her abdomen and bye bye bikinis. Oh yeah, yeah, bye bye uh, bikinis during, during the thing. Yeah, and yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure you'll look terrible in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's uh, like fighting him now. I think, or I think he's. She says at one point, at least he could have remembered me or something like that. Oh. In the comics, uh, Bucky and Natasha are a long term couple. Oh really? Because um, in the comics, Natasha is kind of just in the winter, same winter soldier boat she was she's oh. been born decades ago all right they just kept kind of suspending animation like the, oh really reasons to uh, uh uh like bucky helped train her in the first place back in the day in the soviet uh program okay and like you know black widows are kind of uh they like a really tightly controlled program of assassins and stuff too so and but they've They've got a long history together, and they were a big romantic item for a long time in in the comics until okay. I think they had some storyline where, like, she had to wipe her own memory to save her life or something like that. And, okay. Yeah. Well, then we get Hill. Hill shows up and saves the day. Uh, I just love seeing her in um, the MCU. Like... I know she does other things, but in my brain, all I can think about is how I met your mother. So every time she shows up in the MCU, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's on that? Yep. Yeah. She was in love with uh, Doogie Howser a lot on that show. Okay. And then we get, we find Samuel L. Jackson's alive, thanks to Tetrodotoxin D. And I just Googled that, and that is something that's been used clinically to relieve the headache associated with heroin withdrawal. How about that? No. So there you go, but that's that's not with the D. That's just tetrodotoxin. Okay. Uh, oh, does tetrodotoxin stop the heart? Yeah, I guess it. I'm not sure. Who cares? Yeah. But that was kind of cool. I was like, <laughs> oh, I totally forgot that. I knew he was still alive, but I didn't know if he was like. A, I couldn't remember. Um, and then I we get to Bucky the whole thing, and I'm and I started thinking like, Bucky was frozen too. Why were they both frozen? How come? Only two people in the history of the universe have been frozen and they happen to know each other and be buds from 1945. Like, don't you think at this point, if we knew we could just freeze people, like, every well, be a million Cap people? Cap wasn't frozen? frozen on purpose. Cap, what well, they didn't decide to freeze Captain America, right? But chosen freeze. So, technically, they chose the scientists only experimented on freezing one person it just happened to be the two people in history that have been frozen know each other it's the same two. yeah wait till you see civil war it's more than just those two oh okay yeah that's also accurate all right well you shut me down pretty good with that yep uh yeah (laughs) then we get abed we're very excited about that we're talking about abed (laughs) uh and the the cap speech 
about Hydra versus Shield where he gets on the thing, and yeah. and I love that you know uh, Anthony Mackie was like, did you just make yeah. that up? Did you, you did you write did you that rehearse, down? Before, you yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's really, and he doesn't answer because well, Captain America inspires hope, so it's it's one that's a he's used to speeches. Yeah, that's what he does. I like that. You know, he's there to tear Shield and Hydra down, both of them. But he's aware of Nick Fury's argument, like it, it's not entirely Hydra. Right. There's a lot of good Shield agents, so he plays on that. That's part of his plan. Let's get on the loudspeaker, and we'll find out so who the good guys chaos. Are. Yeah. And uh, put pit them against each other, and and it was cool. It was a neat thing to happen. Then you couldn't wait to see what happens, like who turns on who. Yeah. And uh, I loved, and I loved I, the little nerd guy who was like, I'm. I'm shitting my pants, but I'm not going to do Yeah, this. I'm not going to do this thing. And you don't know how to do it because you're not a super nerd like me. So you're, and he <laughs> almost died. And then I love Natasha's little thing where she's the old lady. I'm, she takes her mask. I'm sorry. Did I step on your moment? <laughs> like that was awesome. Uh, and then I, in my notes, I have Falcon kicks ass till he loses his wings. Makes me want to rewatch Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, can we here? Hold on. Let's, let's pause to let the dog inside the house. Yeah. Hey nerds, check out the Groff and Loud show on YouTube. Well, another thing I've never heard of before until now is outsider house music, so I had to kind of look it up. Yeah. And uh, so it is It is also referred to as lo-fi house, <gasps> yes! raw house, or outsider dance. You've heard of lo-fi house? I fucking subscribe to like three different lo-fi channels. <laughs> I, I know it. fucking love me some lo-fi shit, yo. So we are getting into the weeds here. This is a micro genre of electronic music. Nice. And I'm learning so much right now. Like, I've never known anything about how, like, I don't understand trap music. I don't understand electronic. I've nope. never listened to any of it. I have. I'm in a, I'm in a pool. Oh, I love your pool, dude. I I'm jumping that in. I that I'm in right now, and I would have never in my life gone to this pool willingly. I'm waiting in here, the, dude. I got some CDs already. G.I. Joe character I was a fan of as a child has led me to this pool. That's the great thing about where the internet is right now. I'm in the pool. I'm not sure I'm comfortable in the pool. That's okay. I don't know about this pool. You don't have I to be in this pool. pool. I'm not sure how pool. deep the pool is. I'm not it's sure what okay. this consistency is. Is this even water? Is there too many chemicals? I don't know what this there is. There are too many chemicals. It is water, and it is kind of chunky. It's okay. You don't have to be feel comfortable, and you can get out and rinse yourself off at any time, sir. I'm happy you're in here. Check out the Groff and Loud show on YouTube. Um, and then I got armed, armed Bernie jackets. The jackets that he just pushed a button and everybody started burning, burning. No, it was the little pins that they uh, like when he handed out. This, these will give you unrestricted access. Oh, those pins are what burned them. Yeah. So I was gonna say, why didn't he just do that when she started kicking everybody's ass? Why didn't he just burn everybody? I don't that I don't know. It, I don't think it was sitting on the desk. If I remember the scene correctly, it was. Yeah, he kind of looked already, right? Yeah, he oh, moved he to it later. He didn't have oh, yeah. So maybe he wanted to have it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Cap choke slams Bucky. It was a choke slam from WWE, uh, and I was a good amount of wrestling. Last ride to hell. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, now we get to the targets. I was like, Marcus Bledsoe, who's that? That was the first target I saw. And that's somebody in comics, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Um, who that is. Um, and then Project Insight goes bye bye. Yep. I like that they just retarget it to just blow the shit out of each other as opposed to everybody else. That was kind of yeah. cool. Like all the, you know, that was nice to see. And all the, the vehicles destroy each other except the one that cap happens to be on uh we got the 41st floor bit not like they put the numbers on the outside of the building <laughs> i said 41st floor like they don't put the numbers on the outside of the building Asshole. <laughs> uh end of the line oh that's the whole end of the line bit where he it's was, yeah it's what they used to say to each other when they were younger yeah, and he snaps bucky out of it by saying I'm with you. you well, not start. all the way out of it. He just, he uh, makes his brain tingle a little bit. <laughs> enough to be like, wait a minute. That sounds dirty. <laughs> and then we get Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man. Mm-hmm. Where I keep me to actually listen to that album. Just to, so I haven't heard that. I've got a Marvin Gaye's Gary's hits. Well, that's why, I, yeah, I want to listen to just to see, like, does it really tell you everything you need, need to know from 1945 to 1970, whatever? 
Um, and then they show this is what you already answered this. That was Rumlow at the end. They show this yeah. guy is charred body getting saved. I was like, was that yeah. Rumlow? Yeah. And so that's going to be the white supremacist uh, crossbones. Yeah. Although they, they yeah, he'll be really, in civil, civil he'll, war. He'll be in civil war, but he, they don't yeah. really get into it white supremacy does he look like crossbones though yeah oh he really he'll he'll he'll, he's got the mask and he's got the superhero up and you guys know that's rumlo like everybody knows that's rumlo or yeah he he makes a point of it oh he does huh yeah okay uh and then sharon carter they go they have her a little bit and i wanted to ask and i think i know is this the first we hear of her name being sharon yeah at this point i think so and do nerds know it's Sharon Carter already? Like, yeah. did nerds know when she was the nurse across the hall and they knew that was Sharon Carter? Or, well, or I mean, it was like, I mean, if if you're nerd enough to know who was cast as what, probably. But it yeah. was like, and it's not long after she's a nurse in the hall that she announces that she is Agent 13. Oh, Unless they say Agent 13. That's what triggers you guys to know who that is. Yeah. Agent 13 <laughs> is Sharon Carter. And, and plus, Agent 19 yeah is mockingbird. mockingbird right how many of these agent numbers are there that you gotta learn 22 that's it you guys know 22 no, agents i'm kidding i don't oh. know any of them no. <laughs> okay. um, ain't nobody memorizing numbers over here ain't nobody got time for that but you know like agent 19 i wouldn't have known if uh because mockingbird like she already has she's a mockingbird she's an avenger she's hawkeye's wife that guy I know her in that way. So you only know Agent 13 and Agent 19? Because Sharon Carter doesn't really have another superhero identity. She's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and like she's a longtime Captain America love interest as well. I mean, Peggy Carter was kind of, in the comics, was sort of you know just back in World War II and that was it. In the decades of Captain America being in the modern world, Sharon Carter was one of his, you know, uh, long Oh, you guys know that... Um... Peggy's getting her own book. Oh uh, yeah, like the the new the Peggy Carter from What If, basically. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh really? When she becomes the Cap- Captain Captain Carter. Captain. Yeah. Captain Carter. Captain Carter. She's not quite Cockney, but <laughs> I don't. That's the only British accent I can do. <laughs> Captain That's a bit extreme. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Let's not. All right. Here's a whole list of notable agents pre-Civil War: Agent Twenty Two, Agent Seventy Four, Agent M. In the microverse, uh, Agent Boyer. Okay, we won't. This isn't going anywhere either. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Okay, a couple (laughs) more things. Sammy J says at the end, some rats didn't go down with the ship. So we need you. You know, I could use you. He's going after some more Hydra motherfuckers, and he's probably going to do it shield style. So, like, Nick, this is where I was like, Nick Fury, like, goes along with Cap's plan at the time because he can't, he doesn't have options. But now that it's done and everything's torn apart. He's still going to go about trying to salvage shit. There's a bug in my beer. Good job, idiot. Uh, it might then, be uh, Ant-Man, so I can't keep that. <laughs> but like, he's Nick Fury's still going to do his thing. He's just going to do it. But there's not, there's no specific rats in future movies that he's talking about. Uh, well, you know, Crossbones is still kicking. Oh, yeah. Go down. Right. Uh, then there's other Hydra agents. And then, you know, at the beginning of Agents of Ultron, I mean, we see some more rats at the end of this movie in the post-credits scene. Yeah, that and that's what I was going to ask you next about the post-credits scene. Yeah, um, that's where we uh, see Wanda, or Wanda for the first time, right? Yeah. Is this the first time we see her? Correct. And uh, the Zippy, age Zippy. of miracles. Wanda and Zippy. Quicksilver. Zippy, I think is his name, right? Yeah, his the name twins. is Zippy. No, he's the wizard, which is actually a Marvel Comics character. Is it really the wizard? No, it's Quicksilver. So uh, they in the post-credits scene, they say, Herr Strucker. Herr Strucker. Is Strucker an actual? Baron Wolfgang yeah. von Strucker is a long, he's a Nazi dude, a longtime uh, Hydra commander, Supreme Commander. He's obsessed with, like, you know, uh, like getting this thing called the Claw of Horus uh, in the, the Infinity Formula, I believe, that Nick keeps Nick Fury, the original OG cigar chomping white dude Nick Fury, alive for decades. Uh, yeah, he's a major Nick Fury villain and a Captain America villain. Does he show up in the MCU later too? Uh, I mean, this is his first appearance, yeah. and it's sort of promised that they're going to do a lot more. But uh, uh, when next we meet him, uh, they're like, okay, they're they're not going to do a whole lot with him. Okay, but this is but it's he has some long lasting relevance because of you know he's experimenting on Wanda and Pietro Maximoff. Yeah, he's like, and the the thing I was I mentioned at the beginning, I wanted to come back around to. Yeah, yeah. Was, 
something with swordsman. In the, in the comics, Baron Strucker, I think it was an interesting choice to have him have the twins because he actually has children that are twins. Okay. Andrea and Andreas von Strucker, who call themselves Fenris, which is just means wolf in Norse mythology. Uh, and that they, the, it's just weird that they only have powers when they're holding hands. Like they can fly and shoot. <laughs> like Mats and Minas in the DC universe. Kind of like oh that, except gosh. at one point, uh, Andrea Strucker is killed. So uh, the, the, the surviving twin like takes some skin from her corpse and makes it into a, like a sword hilt. Oof. So he can still use the powers. <laughs> uh, that is creepy AF. Yes, it is. But <laughs> these are also Nazis we're talking about. That's what that's they trade. But this guy becomes the swordsman. Oh. Uh, not is a different swordsman. He's not the one. He's from not Hawkeye. this swordsman. He's no. not Jacques Duquesne, but he's he he, he takes the name, sword. the swordsman. He's using a sword and he can shoot lasers oh. and shit. In Marvel Universe, there's two swords. Yeah. So the fact that he's he's got twins here, yeah, is I think kind of a, a sly nod to the fact that he had twins in the books as well. Okay. And so in this post credit scene, we see the twins and that scepter, right? That Loki, Loki has scepter. Yeah. Later, this is the first time we see that. Well, we saw that in Avengers. Oh, we already saw that. I yeah. can't remember now when we saw that. Oh, gosh. So much. My brain is like swimming and barely understanding this. So, but that's why I decided before I was told you guys I was going to do, you guys suggest, I think TBJ suggests to watch it one time just to watch it and enjoy it and then watch it and write down your questions. But I decided I'm going to switch that up a little bit. I watched it one time, taking notes. And now after you guys teaching me i'm gonna watch it again with your knowledge and enjoy it mm-hmm. and just see if that I works it. too yeah there so that go. might be that way like after i talk to you guys and see if it comes up but yeah more it's more such great. a good movie it was great yeah it was so like, good it's just so tense and the tension still works it's like it's amazing that me as a jaded yeah leader, i can watch this and still go oh man this is exciting when i would think after avengers how good that was with all these stars that there's no way this can hold up and it's better, kind of, if possible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a different kind. It's a it's a way to pull it back a little bit. Like, all right, we've had our crazy space invasion. Let's humanize shit a little bit more. Like they did Iron Man three is all about PTSD after alien invasion shit. Yeah, and then Thor: yeah. The Dark World is you know Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. And then this <laughs> is kind of <laughs> brings Captain America. All right, Captain America is dealing with Earth now. Like. The first thing he did after waking up is fight aliens. Right. And now, now he's now he's gonna deal settling with, into his life. Like the, yeah. the reality of of uh intergovernmental uh military paramilitary bullshit. Right. And if he wants to if he wants to continue to deal with it. Right. So do you guys remember seeing this post credit scene and being like, Oh, it's Wanda and Pietro and like being all excited, like you I knew do. who they were. Yeah. yeah. And we were yeah. curious. Because all right, the Wanda, now, because knowing you nerds, you were at some movie theater with somebody who wasn't as big a nerd as you guys. So like you, you probably say it like a slander. No one <laughs> Well, I was you guys were probably having to tell people who that was, right? I'm guessing. Like Tiffany's always telling in your scenarios, you're always telling a theater full of people what's going on. <laughs> no, uh this uh, Marvel is something I do with my children who oh right your children know been yeah. 14 at the time and also my oldest is very much like an Andy so okay. I wouldn't have <laughs> so he, he I mean that those. that's the world he lives in well that's um, cool yeah that's pretty hardcore so for me I tend to go the only time I've had to like say anything to people post credit was when I went to see Black Panther and I went by myself because my kids oh. are on and uh i I was sitting down waiting and these ladies started to get up and they looked at me and they were like she's waiting we should wait and i was like you should wait (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that's the only time i've ever had to like no you should totally sit down like stay seated but arthur you got a nerd boner when you saw wanda and pietro Uh, (laughs) that's a weird misconception you have about nerds joe like not all nerds get boners on and, and 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 if you listen to me, you would know that that's something that would I would I won't say I have a problem with. I wouldn't openly admit just because I'm a nerd, but I don't want to be that nerdy to the point where like certain shit gives me a boner because then I feel like where's my life really at? He like, wouldn't have had one because just like he told us ten minutes ago, he would have been like, "I don't give a crap about this." That's how he walked out. Of <laughs> no big freaking deal. 
That's art. Yeah. And again, he keeps bringing up Rule Thirty Four. So. <laughs> awesome. Maybe I do. I do Rule Thirty. Rule. I do Rule Thirty Four for Joe. For Joe. It's all my entertainment. For Joe. I know how much. I know how much Joe. Joe loves. You we two together are a dangerous combination. That's <laughs> dangerous. Joe No, I feel like every time I've stayed in a movie and seen the postcards, and there's all kinds of boyings. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, but you did get a new bone. Yeah, I mean, I've been like, yeah. I've been in theaters when stuff like that happens, and you have like a group of people, they they end up clapping, and it's almost like, okay, they get it, but then were they clapping because the movie was good, or they clapping because they seen it delete? Not delete this this mid credit scene that was like. Oh shit, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I just love that feeling when you leave this post credit season. You hear nerds explaining to not, you know, not as nerdy people or people who don't know. Oh, that's see, that's so and so, and that's so and so. And this is kind of why we start. Why I want to start this podcast is that when I saw stuff like that, I have to call Andy wherever I was. Any movie I've seen of these, I had to call Andy. But okay, what's this supposed to be? And he <laughs> explained it to me. Yeah. Like, who's this? Who I would not have had any idea who those two were. And so I would have had to ask Andy, and you would be like, oh, that's Scarlet Witch. But when you so, watched it this time, were you able to figure out who they were? I knew who she was. And and yeah, I, I, I figured out who she, he was based on because I knew who she was. Because right. he got he was running around hitting a wall. But I, I didn't remember his name was Quicksilver. I thought it was the wizard. Zippy, Zippy guy. I thought it was Zippy guy. Zippy guy. Uh, Pietro Mac, <laughs> yeah. who uh, was, you know, technically sort of in WandaVision. <laughs> I remember Quicksilver from Hero Clicks when you taught me how to play Hero Clicks. Yeah, he was right. like a fast guy, like the Flash. And uh, it's kind of appropriate that these two were introduced in the Captain America movie because there was an era of Avengers early on when uh, most of the core dudes left, and all that was left was Captain America, Hawkeye, uh, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. And they called it Cap's Kooky Quartet for a while because this was still oh like gosh. in the 60s. Yeah. But it was. Uh, and they were at the time, uh, Wanda and Quicksilver were uh, recently of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. They oh, were the right. children They're of Magneto. Right. So they were just recently reformed bad guys that nobody trusted, but Captain America was going to give them a chance and try to. Oh, yeah, they're Magneto's them. kids, are they supposed to be, right? Yeah. And since at this point, Disney, Marvel didn't have the rights to the X Men movies. So they so didn't do They that. had to introduce them in a different way. And this is still a way to keep them like, oh, they are, you know, they're part of a terrorist organization and they're going to need to do some uh some reforming to uh become the heroes they're eventually going to be but uh, does marvel still not have the rights to the x-men or do they have they do now? now but they have not introduced the x-men and it's a big nerd curiosity all right how are you gonna bring the x-men into the mcu well you know it, supposedly in multitude of madness they're like they, they've been talking maybe we might get mention of like x-men or maybe fantastic four yeah in it what's, I was mul- talking what's multitude of madness dr strange too. multiverse of oh madness. that's the next dr strange yeah i was talking to josh about season. it ye- yesterday and i was saying like i feel like some of the stuff that's been happening in these shows and in the fact that like they pushed back dr strange too and he did a lot of reshoots i feel I, it, it could be just like they're going to do something stupid i don't want to say stupid because I did come back and say it, it was a little bit better than I thought it was before, but it could be like the reshoot might end up being something sort of like how at the end of Hawkeye we got Rogers the musical. They might have reshot something <laughs> in this and it probably just did something maybe that kind of loosely came out of uh, um, Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what Marvel has up their sleeve? Well, I learned a lot this episode. I learned all about uh, a hate monger. <laughs> I learned the I Secret think, Empire. Yeah. I learned about Crossbones. A little bit more about the Swordsman. Uh, who's the other guy that reminded me of Swordsman that we talked about at the beginning? Uh, oh, Batrock. You talked about, about... Batrock is a leaper. Yeah, the Batrock leaper. Oh. I learned about Anthony and Joe Russo, which, uh, and one other thing like these. Yeah, so Joe Russo was the one who was the doctor. In the movie. Oh, he, Joe Russo, Anthony's. So, like I talked, I mentioned a little bit briefly in a couple of the other episodes. Like I want to start watching directors and see if I can notice a difference. Like tracking the directors, uh, yeah, something yeah. the same. Like yeah, like I want to watch something. Somebody, one of these Marvel people directed. It's not a Marvel thing. If I do, I notice anything the same or at all? Just kind of like the drummers, like Van Halen and 
whoever. Do I notice the drummer? I don't know. Uh, and so I watched Bert and Birdie. We talked about directed some of the uh, Hawkeye. And so I found this movie called Troop Zero. You ever heard of this, TBJ? I think you should like it. It's about Girl Scouts. What I met one chick from, uh, uh, what's her name? Who's in it? Troop Zero. I don't, uh, it's not Shelly. Viola Davis. Oh, it was on Netflix a couple years, like not last year, but the year before. I don't know. It's it on Amazon Prime now. Yeah, is it Prime. Amazon? And it yes. was it. it it's I 2019. I did watch it. I did like it. It was pretty good. It's a heartwarming thing. I got yeah. to be honest. I got teary a little bit. It was funny at times. There was a lot of pee in their pants and stuff. And uh, but but it's like a little girl, it, like yeah. young girls, but also buddy film. Um, with yeah, yeah. This, this little girl is a misfit and she mm-hmm. has to put together her own Girl Scout troop full of misfits uh, and they're like picked on and bullied. And Viola Davis is kind of the leader, she didn't want to de be de facto this. leader only because she works for like, the yeah, girl. she's great, it's like though. her mother figure by default. Yeah, she was good. And Jim Gaffigan's in it anyway. Yeah. It was directed by Burton Birdie. I want to see, like, is there do I see any parallels to Hawkeye? Do I? recognize this work and i will say i do not at all there's nothing there's nothing because <laughs> yes, the world it... doesn't work like the joe verse uh, in joe verse world it, they would all link they would would give you a yeah i want them to just give me that feel does this have that hawkeye feel no it didn't no because they're gonna they're gonna go with how the script played out but i still directing but you're not gonna get the same still maintain the gal who wrote that macaroni scene or that episode the ronin episode with the macaroni scene, yeah. she must be a genius, and I'm still gonna find everything she's written. In. Good writing, you know quality writing on IMDb. There's one like three things she's written, so I'm gonna watch all of those. Because Maybe that'll change now. And then I want to contact her and tell her she's great. <laughs> but she, you can't find writers anywhere. Like there's just there's no picture of her. There's no background on her. Like nobody cares about the writers. They're not the ones. Yeah, I, I think people do care about writers. Just like. A lot of them aren't as mainstream. Like there have been, like in recent recent years, there have been a lot of great literary writers writing comics. Yeah, you know? I guess I mean you guys do. You guys like colorists, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, that's right. uh, anybody else have anything else to say? I gotta find this. This is a great movie. I really enjoy watching it every time I watch it. Oh, Jenna Noel yeah, Frazier is the right. There's like no lulls. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's very tight. It's it was intense. It's everything yeah. is interesting. I didn't get bored. I didn't look at my clock and go, oh, is it almost <laughs> yet? Because I'm gonna be honest, there's some that are they have good parts, but I still am like, if it's over two hours, stop. Um, yeah. and my brain just doesn't love long movies, but I did not think about time watching this one. I just watched it completely engrossed in the whole thing. So, some, or I guess we used to do stars. Did we stop doing stars, y'all? I don't know if we do stars, thumbs up. We kind of stopped doing any of that. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, all of the above from Tiffany. In Joe's world, it would be like, how many nerd boners did you give this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Art, how many nerd boners, Art? Out of five, out of 15,000 nerd boners, how many did you give it? Uh, fourteen thousand eight hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> That's a lot of nerd boners. Lord help us. Would you, uh, like nerd boners or nerd gasms? What's the better? Term? Oh, nerd gasms. Lord have mercy. We are going way <laughs> nerd off. Nerd Bring it back. Well, that Listen, could be instead of shenanigans. No, I'm not doing that. Nerd splooge. <laughs> Oh, if you ever hear that word come out of my mouth, I have been cloned or <laughs> has me a gunpoint. Nerdtastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine TBJ ever saying the word splooge. Yeah. <laughs> Again, if you hear I, I don't feel it. comfortable having. How about nerd explosion? <laughs> no. Nerd explosion is okay. It's not it depends on the context in which it's being said. If you say, did your nerd boner have a nerd explosion? Then, then that's no, a no. That's dirty. That's dirty. That. Listen, guys, I got future Oprah goals. I got to keep it clean. Guys. That's true. 
That's true. Oprah. I can't be your moment? next Oprah, and then someone you get a nerd boner. On you here. get a nerd boner. Yeah. Everybody gets a nerd boner. Then sure, nerd boners for everyone. Sure, Oprah did things when she was younger. She's not proud of. That's fine, but she wasn't doing things. Oh, she did. She admits to it, but the World Wide Web wasn't posting her, or there's no footage of some of her shenanigans. But now I, we're in a different world. Footage. Like, they used to say you couldn't inhale. Now Obama inhaled, and that. Broke the glass ceiling. Well, it's, it's now legal in like so many states. That's it's true. Fine. But nerd boners are also legal. I'm not saying it. You're not saying it. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that to you guys. Nerd excitement. Nerd. You just keep. I'm, nerd? I'm later nerds. Uh, I'll nerds. reference nerds and said Happy New Year's nerds today. Like I reference our That's true year. Yeah. Um, it's our first podcast time. of the new year. That's right. Yeah, happy new year. Those of you who thought we'd quit, guess what? We are too legit. We're still in these streets. <laughs> We're in these streets. Still out in these streets. Get still busting off nerd shots. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. I feel gross. And then you no. went somewhere else. <laughs> Let's go. Anybody else? That's it? That's, That's the end it. of it? That's there it. No more? Yep. All right. Nerds. nerds. We're up. I'll check it out. <laughs> Say I can't rap about the president no more But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor Still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons And people thinking this election to end racism Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama But don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems The Nerd School Podcast Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network Powered by Ortho Carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, you improved. <laughs> Listen, people can make fun of me for my holiday movies all we want to, but I'm like, are you alive? Did I fuss at you today? <laughs> Did I yell about anything? All right, then. You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark for keeping me safe. <laughs>